0: Welcome or welcome back to the Smutty Sanctuary. My name is Bethany. And I'm the co-host Katie. Yay! I I don't know why, but some weeks it's way harder for me to get out the intro. <laughs> and this week I was like, I'm going to say Smutty Sanctuary since that's our name now instead of Smutty Sundays because <laughs> I feel like it's the same amount of syllables or close to it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in English class anymore. I I hope you guys have been good. I really have not been on TikTok or Instagram or anything like that. I do have a TikTok I'm going to post today and a reel I'm going to post today. So, you know, even though that that's back in time, I hope you guys are (laughs) interacting with that or have interacted with that. Sorry, we're a bit inconsistent, but, you know, we're getting better, I feel like. Go
1: join our Facebook group.
0: Oh, my gosh. We're going to annoy you with
1: recommendations in there.
0: Yes, please join the Facebook group. It is so much fun. And I really want to get some writing done. And I feel like doing some sprinting and everything with you guys would be so, so much fun. So please join the Facebook group and let's all lift each other up. Because I know a lot of people listening to this are on their own writing journeys. And we have a few authors that listen. So please, please, please go join the Facebook group. Um, and if you
1: just want smutty recs, that's what I'm here for because I read an obnoxious amount and I'm trying to post all of them as I go through them
0: yes. onto the group. We read way more books than we actually review. Get like. a chance to talk about <laughs> we we have way more things if you go and look at both of our goodreads mine will update like every month with like eight other books i i'm not really good at my tab saying currently reading i think my currently reading is something i read like six books ago so
1: yes but my currently reading they they don't like i have to go back in there because like i'll start reading something and it'll tag it as currently reading and then I'll like DNF it or like I'll get bored and be like oh I'll come back to this later and download another book. I'm pretty sure my currently reading shelf has like 88 books on it right now. I am not <laughs> reading 88 books at once y'all. However my red, my red shelf is is pretty accurate and there is a stupid amount on there that I have reviewed and recommended so if you want to go check out that I think there's like almost 500 books on my red shelf now like 99% of it is smut <laughs>
0: We need to do a big overhaul and like organize our shelves on StoryGraph and Goodreads. Yes. I'm trying to use StoryGraph more. I just so bad about it cuz it doesn't yes. automatically do it from Kindle. Yes, that's my main thing. I do want to support StoryGraph. I know that, you know, the fuck Bezos, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like it's it's just a a first world problem 100%. I just need to be better about it. But you guys go at us on Goodreads and StoryGraph as well. Oh, the book we're reading. It's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little all over the place this episode. If y'all can't tell, we don't have our outline like we normally do, but we're gonna wing it. If you like the chaotic episode, stick around.
1: <laughs> yeah, also my ADHD meds aren't working, so you guys <laughs> get to experience the fun of me not being able to keep track of fucking anything.
0: <laughs> choo choo. Where's the track? Okay. Literally <laughs> But we read a Jackie Walker group. And if I'm not mistaken, are we mutuals with her on TikTok? Or am I crazy? Yes, we
1: are now, I believe.
0: Awesome.
1: I followed her after I made my post because I didn't realize that she was on TikTok. Let me go. I'm pretty sure we are mutuals now.
0: But I I'll did want to go ahead and say that I, I loved this book. It's Forbidden Hero, A Brother's Best Friend and Bodyguard Romance. And Jackie, if you're listening, because I know authors don't like to be <laughs> strung out on a line. I loved the book, Jackie. It was great. Yes. I thought that this was going somewhere else because... I don't really do a whole lot of bodyguard romance, not a whole lot of brother's best friend romance, not a whole lot of contemporary romance. So this was really outside of my field for me, but I wound up loving it for one specific reason. And I feel like this is a slight spoiler, but I feel like it's necessary if you are also like me and typically don't read this kind of book and around I want to say, like, the 40% is where we get it. There is a dominant woman in this book. Ah! Yes. We never get to, like... I I feel like it's
1: so hard to find books where the, the woman, like, really... Not only takes charge, like... And, like, owns her sexuality and is, like, aggressively sexual... But it's hard to find ones where they're literally in the power of, or in the position of power yes. in the relationship. You know, we read we read a lot where the woman is, you know, sexually liberated. I guess you'd say, and she's very, you know, in her own of sexuality. But they still tend to take like submissive roles in the sex. This is this is not that.
0: No, <laughs> and I want to say that this is a trauma response trigger warning. <laughs> Our main character oh my god, her name just Sammy, Sammy, her, our main character, Sammy got out of an abusive relationship. A lot of that is past tense. She does say Mm -hmm. out loud some of the things that he did to her in a very emotional scene. But there is nothing in great detail described in the book. But this is a trauma response. If that's not something that you want to read, Totally understand. Um, But I actually Mm -hmm. would love one day if I ever go back for my master's degree, I would love to put a lot of these books side by side that deal with Mm -hmm. trauma responses with abusive relationships or traumatic things that have happened and the different Mm -hmm. responses that women have because – the response yes. that Sammy has is very similar to Aria in Becca Sailor's book, I want to say, because she mm-hmm. was hypersexual. Sammy also calls like her different emotions like beasts <laughs> and things like that. She has an angry beast. Little she monsters. Has a- oh, yes. Monsters. She has an angry monster. She has a horny monster. And she kind of segments her emotions like that. But her trauma response to this abusive relationship is like feeling caged in when someone is like on top of her or you know she mm-hmm. needs to be in control of the situation and she mm-hmm. really likes when our main character or hero Sawyer you know has his hands tied or you know she is in control of the situation and she is calling the shots and he is asking for permission and you know that that couch scene though oh my god Ah, but (laughs) the elevator scene so I just I cannot (laughs) I I absolutely cannot because this was everything I wanted for like if you won't need an introductory book to a dominant woman I think this is it because Mm -hmm. it's not got a lot of things that people associate doms with i think it's not got a lot of mm-hmm. like oh okay well she's gonna like immediately go and like slap him in the face and call him a little bitch like, yeah no, that's not that's not yeah. that's not the doming in this situation <laughs> like this is a very soft dominant you know yeah
1: i agree yeah she 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 makes him beg for it she makes him ask please yes it's it's very nice
0: and i i I just, I can't. The
1: table scene.
0: <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much, but these scenes are written very, very well. The spice level for me yes. is a five. I know we will say, you know, if it's ever getting like lower than that, then we will tell you guys, but. Like we said Mm -hmm. in the past, we'll normally DNF a book if it's not a five-star read because we just don't want to come on here and just absolutely, like, ream an author. That's just not fun to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But this consent-wise, I am always big, big, big about consent. And this was fantastic for consent. Mm -hmm. Story-wise, I only have one complaint And it's kind of my personal preference. So it's not, (laughs) it's not like the story doesn't make sense whatsoever. It is just a personal preference thing. There are in the beginning a few time jumps where Mm -hmm. like we get the setup for the story that Sammy, and this is the first chapter, so I feel like it's not spoilers. Sammy has been presumed dead for three years. And Sawyer, our hero. Is a bodyguard at the same company as her brother and is like his m- best friend military-wise, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: They served together in Afghanistan. Yeah. So the brother saved his life.
0: All of those good tropes. We love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so technically this is also like a military trope. You no, know, bodyguard, yeah. best brother's best friend, and and military, mm-hmm. all wrapped up <laughs> in one. But Sammy and Sawyer are reunited. They, they never, like, dated or anything like that, but they always pined mm-hmm. for each other. And Sammy's husband, who has been abusive, is coming for her. That's our setup. And in the mm-hmm. next chapter, it's, like, years later. Or weeks later. Oh, later yeah. Later. I think
1: it's because the very first chapter, I think it is technically, huh, I'm pretty sure it's a prologue. I think yeah, that chapter that's zero. Why. Yeah, yeah, because it's a prologue, and then so we we open the prologue with Sawyer basically, you know, saving her. Yeah, she had she had run. He found her at a motel, and he saves her and gets her ass out of there. And then it jumps to boop 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 boop. I can't fucking get there fast enough. Two years later, there we go. Yes,
0: and I get it. It's a prologue. I get it. I just... This is just a personal issue yeah. with me. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that it does anything bad to the story. I just don't particularly mm-hmm. like time jumps. And, you know, I just wanted to put I that out. I was
1: surprised there. that it was, it was like, a, a two-year time jump. Yes. I kind of was surprised by that. When I saw that, I was like, what? That was a big jump.
0: Yeah, I... It was just a bit confusing for me because I was like, oh, we don't get any of like the the tension mm-hmm. and the like lead up, which we do. There's other things that happen mm-hmm. that but when I first got hit with that, I was like, are we literally just going to deal with the aftermath of that and not get all of the exciting bits mm-hmm. from that, which I was wrong. We get a lot of exciting bits. There are a lot of things that are happening. Um, and if I had read the first book, it might make sense why this is the prologue. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: starting. I I started book one after I finished this one, and I, it's just taking me super long to finish it because we keep getting sick here in this house, and so my reading <laughs> is drastically reduced. <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry.
1: I do think. I do think maybe the the two year time jump may have been to give Sammy the time to heal some. Yeah. To to give not an excuse but like a reason, or I guess you could say an excuse of how like she is able at this point to feel ready for a relationship. Yeah, because imagine like going from what happened to like
0: <laughs> what happens with, yeah. with Sawyer, <laughs> and you do in the span that of like yeah you, yeah that's a good point. You need those years of therapy. This mm-hmm. that because she
1: has she's been going to therapy for two years with a therapist, Janie. Yes, yes Janie. So
0: I I'm love like, Janie as a character.
1: Oh yes,
0: she's great. She's even. No, I
1: don't think so. Don't That's know. a shame. She- so she's been she's been posting teasers about book three on her TikTok, but I have not had I haven't paid much attention to it yet. But Janie is actually the therapist. She was suggested to. Sammy, by Sue, which is Sammy's brother's wife, who, let me just say, if you want a female main character who is thick, Irish, autistic, ADHD, anxiety, and I think she also has depression, I know for sure the first two. If you want a a neurodivergent, thick, Irish female main character, book one is it's gotcha. It's gotcha. She's good.
0: I literally have six people in my mind right now that would love that book just for that recommendation because i have I have a few friends who are autistic and <laughs> ADHD diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So I am like, you guys, you always are asking me for recommendations. Here you go. Here you- but I think that's so important too to have an adult mm-hmm. autistic character in like a sexual role, yeah. Because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. are like. You're 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 sexualizing like yourself, and you shouldn't because they have like an infantilization yeah, of autism, yeah. and it's like, no. yeah, <laughs> let's not do that. Like they're still adults. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> okay, trying to get back on the train tracks. It's only been fifteen minutes, and I feel like we've said a lot.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sawyer is the ultimate golden retriever boyfriend.
0: Yes, and I wasn't expecting the ultimate that from him.
1: I wasn't either. I was expecting very serious because so her brother Leo is a very serious overprotective like big mountain-y kind of guy. Not like mountain man like lives in the mountains but like a mountain of a man. Yeah. And I kind of guess I expected that of Sawyer even though I hadn't read book one yet but when I started reading this one And, you know, we get references of Leo. I was expecting her to end up with someone similar to her brother. Because, I mean, that that happens a lot. You you end up dating a lot of guys who are like your dad or your brothers, for better or worse. And I kind of just expected Sawyer to be, like, more serious. Because, you know, security team, ex-military, you know, we get a lot of those tropes where the guy is, you know, grumpy and closed off and very serious and... Sawyer's not. For example, this is the best first line of a book that I think I have ever read in my entire life. This, this first line, I, I read it and I was like, all right, we're, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. So this is from Sawyer's point of view. I'm insanely attracted to women surrounded in drama like they were dipped in an egg wash and dredged in dramatic breadcrumbs. <laughs> and that's him through like the whole book
0: i legit legitimately have so many highlights from sawyer just like just because he makes so many references and like jackie this Mm -hmm. is this is amazing when I tell you like every, every few paragraphs, he's doing a funny voice. He's making a reference to something. He's sending a GIF, which I loved the descriptions of all the GIFs because I can picture them exactly in my mind. Um, So like text conversations and everything like that. I feel like authors avoid using like Mm -hmm. emojis and GIFs a lot because it's hard to convey them in a book. But the way that Jackie describes them
1: Mm -hmm. i i
0: could picture them
1: perfection
0: perfection Perfection. here are just a few references because i went on kind of a spree of highlighting all the references (laughs) so there's references to ace ventura Um, there's songs from like pink and george thorogood bad to the bone references to gallagher usain bolt freaking guardians of the galaxy Mm-hmm. Uh, Gone with the wind. So many pop culture references. So many. I have so many more. I'm not gonna say them all because I couldn't possibly catch them all. But those are just a few. Uh, they are in Florida because I missed it at first, and I highlighted when when they said someone. I don't want to see spoilers, but someone could be halfway to Georgia by now, and I was like, wait, <laughs> that's that's close to me. where are they? But they are in <laughs> Florida, so that's I i normally don't see a lot i see a lot of like new york and chicago and like maine and stuff like that Mm -hmm. for bodyguard alaska yeah for (laughs) for bodyguard romances which is like one of the reasons why i'm like me but i swear you put you put me in the south even though i i don't really like it here (laughs) in the setting of a book i love i love when it's in the south i don't know why but i love it
1: feels like home
0: it does
1: and Sawyer doesn't just have a lot of, like, pop culture references. This man is genuinely fucking funny. Yes. <laughs> fucking funny. This is the kind of shit that he says. So it's, it's from the same page as the first quote that I read. You know, it's, it's our introduction to who Sawyer is and what his personality is like. Considering my relationship history, it makes perfect sense that I'm staring at my best friend's little sister, who's in the middle of a personal crisis... Like, she's a little Debbie snack cake, and I'm fresh off a seven-day juice cleanse. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. He kind of makes me think of Ryan Reynolds. Like, his humor and, like, his constant pop culture references. Or, I guess not just Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. Yes. He makes me think of fucking Deadpool. Just the constant off-the-wall hilarious shit. And the pop culture references. And just... He's so
0: fucking funny. And Sammy, like, we can't, we can't not talk about Sammy because this girl actually has some agency. Also, she is funny. Like, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. She's the perfect parent for Sawyer. She is a team. I have some excellent quotes from her. Yes, please. Go ahead and and say a few quotes.
1: (laughs) Okay, so a few quotes from Sammy, just so that you can see that she is just as fucking hilarious. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give you two. Speaking of making, mace- mate, God, fucking Christ!
0: <sighs> oh, I have one too. I'm
1: gonna try that one again. Okay. Speaking of making basic apparel look impeccable, let's discuss how good he looks in his dark cargo pants. Something about the mystery of all those pockets intrigues me. What's he got in there? Could be a knife or a chocolate bar, a bag of coffee beans, extra toilet paper, a booze-filled flask, or a bag of Twizzlers. Who knows? Hell, it could be all of the above. Knowing him, he probably has containers of instant. Edit- instant coffee that say break in case of emergency because sawyer's a coffee addict
0: yes same here's here's my second
1: one and i think this is i think my favorite quote from the book and it's gonna be hard for me to get out so just (laughs) you're good bear with me for a second i'm i'm cracking up as i'm reading it he's a horniness invoking wizard which harry potter house is that slytherin maybe Let's face it, we all know Slytherin had the sexy ones. They can probably make you orgasm with a spell. Something like Expectrum Organum Climaxus. And I read that and I fucking died. Fucking died.
0: Also, I just wanted to point out all of the things that I said about, like, if I ever get a master's degree. And I want to point out, like, the trauma aspects of all of these books. And then there's shit like this in there. It's so funny. Like, I do want to... I do want to say, like, it's really funny. It's just also dealing with, like, really serious mm-hmm. topics, but in a humorous way. And I think it does it very well. Mm-hmm. This is also from Sam. I agree. Sorry. There's there's a there's a few on this page, but I'm just going to read the one because that's the one I had highlighted. But there's also another one. Okay. It says, where are we? Abs. What is my name? Pecs. How did I get here? Shoulders. <laughs> what day is it? Biceps.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, hold on. Hold on. I have two more. Okay. Because he's cracked me up so fucking bad. So this is Sammy talking again. To be clear, I truly am fine. This isn't the I'm fine that we reserve for our spouses or partners when we're really not fine, but don't feel like telling them what the problem is because they should already freaking know. I died laughing at that. (laughs) And then this is not a spoiler. I just want to go ahead and say that. Thomas. The kidnapper, not the train, whips his head around inside the bag, probably trying to look around to see who's capturing him. Thomas, the kidnapper, not the train. <laughs> Tell me that's not fucking hilarious. Oh. I just want to like. I just want like a peek inside of Jackie's brain.
0: No, literally. because I feel. I don't think I'll like ever be this She's funny.
1: probably so fucking funny.
0: One last one from Sam. No I- one last one. I swear. I swear. <laughs> Says, I stifle a giggle when I think of a recent meme that have funny names for that V. I think we all know what V she's talking about. Anyways, <laughs> since it's not fair that I only get the laugh, here are a few of my favorites: Devil's Arrow, Peen Root, Cock Cleavage, Come Gutters, Dick Branches. I forgot about that quote. Like it's just page after page of really funny, great writing. Yes. I. I oh my god. I need, I need a writing class from her because I just want to be yeah. that funny.
1: I cried and laugh cried my whole way through this book because there are such like intense emotional moments, yes. especially from Sammy's POV. Sawyer has some too. Like the scenes from his time in Afghanistan, th- those were rough. Yes. I, I the man my heart broke for him and then sammy going through what she, the the healing part of what she's having to go through is so hard like like bethany said in the beginning we don't get you know graphic flashbacks to what happened we get like, vague references some of Sammy's like, emotional outbursts or through scenes where she is talking through things with Sawyer. You know what um, it feels in like? In terms of consent.
0: It feels like when your really funny friend tells you the backstory as to why they're funny. Yes. And you just yes. get Oh my god,
1: yes. And you're just
0: like, oh, this
1: Because, because <laughs> the whole reason Sawyer is so funny is because he was a foster child who got bounced from house to house. and he had to build up this like funny persona Mm -hmm. to protect himself you're exactly right it is the funny friend who finally reveals why they're so fucking funny
0: it's so trauma makes us funny trauma does (laughs) and another another thing is that leo um her therapist sammy's therapist literally says that Leo's response to being an abusive household because Sammy's father was also abusive
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and Leo is her brother. I don't know if we said his name yet or not, but Leo took on the savior role. So, like, Mm -hmm. Sawyer was the comedic relief in his situation, Mm -hmm. trying to make people like him. And then Leo was the overprotective savior because that's how he felt like he could keep everybody safe. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but he he would yeah. deflect his dad's attention away from his mom and away from Sammy, and he would take the hits instead. Yeah. And like even as a child, and then that grew up into trying to protect and save everybody, even to the point where his overprotectiveness had the potential to push people away or push them into unsafe situations. Yeah.
0: Ugh.
1: On that note, (laughs) this this (laughs) like I said, cried and laugh cried through the whole fucking thing.
0: Do we want to read reviews? I don't have any. I think we should. I don't
1: have any, but I can pull some up. Yeah. Because I think some reviews would would be good.
0: And we can do that and then we can have like a 30 minute episode because we've covered almost everything, I feel Mm -hmm. like. We stay kind of on track.
1: Let's see. All right, here we go. So here is a five-star review by Courtney Jackson, CNC Bookish Vibes on Amazon. I'm not sure if that's like her business or maybe her TikTok or something. Um, something to look up later absolutely amazing story the drama the romance the heat and the laughs can all be found in this gem first read of this author and i'm absolutely in love the banter between all the characters the sexy times between sammy and sawyer made me envious loved all the little zingers and breaks in the dialogue to deliver great jokes definitely looking forward to more from this author which one thing to note i know some people really really hate when books or movies break the fourth wall I loved it in this book. Yes. I'm normally someone who, like, doesn't enjoy Breaks in the Fourth Wall when it doesn't belong. These were these were really well done. There weren't a whole lot of, of Breaks in the Fourth Wall where Sawyer or Sammy are talking to you. But what there was, I felt, was really well done and doesn't pull you out of the story. I feel like they really pulled you in to connect with the characters more.
0: And we have one of those quotes in the Facebook group if you want to go look at it. <laughs> yeah, i do want to say this next one is a four-star read but it reads uh, a four-star review but it reads like a five-star review which you know <laughs> whatever it's from books and brie on amazon and it says spoiler alert but we've talked about all of this so it's okay okay can we pause to appreciate what an incredible man and partner sawyer is i'm honestly blown away by how caring and supportive of sammy he is He completely removed his ego and need to be the alpha man in their relationship and gave her extra, uh, oh, exactly what she needed to be happy, empowered in their relationship. It was so amazing to read. Thank you, Jackie, for writing. Such a beautiful and caring man. And he does have like a couple of lines where he struggles with the fact that she's dominant. And Mm -hmm. he does quickly kind of get over it yeah. because he says, you know, aren't I supposed to be the dominant man? We're talking about the elevator scene and that does, there are cameras in that elevator (laughs) because his boss says, or someone says in that, but I'm pretty sure it's his boss is like, hey, we heard you guys. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yeah just, so i don't think that was his boss because big al is the boss yes it was and i think big al. it was it klein? was one of the other guys on the team i think it was klein yeah it was one of the other guys from the team He was basically like look i'm not judging you but like i'm just letting you know that i heard that shit yeah <laughs> I, I wiped it so no one else could hear it and when i heard where that topic was going, I clicked off. So I didn't hear all of it, but I'm just going to let you know that I heard
0: that. (laughs) And he at first says that he doesn't know if he should feel emasculated because somebody heard him Mm -hmm. being submissive to someone. And that's his first instinct. And I think, you know, that dialogue, that inner dialogue is very true to, I think, what would happen. Mm-hmm. But he very quickly gets over, like Books and Brie says in her review, gets over his need to be an alpha. Like, he doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, in his day-to-day life, he is the protector. But he's perfectly fine and I think even has a preference for being submissive yeah. in the bedroom. <laughs> there was a line somewhere around
1: there that... I really enjoyed, and I'm trying to find it, and I don't seem to be able to find it. I guess I didn't save it. Um, didn't save it either, but I think I know
0: what you're talking about.
1: Where essentially, he was like, what man wouldn't do anything to please his woman? Essentially. Yes. Is, is he was saying, you know, even if this does emasculate me in the eyes of others, what does it matter? Like, I'm not fucking them. I'm yeah. fucking her. And she not only... Needs this to feel safe. But she really fucking likes it. Exactly. So why would I be embarrassed? Like, all I'm doing is making her happy and her feel good. So what do I have to be embarrassed about? Is essentially what he said during that quote. And I just was like, there you go, Sawyer. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. No. Also, can we just say the scene before Leo and Sue's wedding... Yes. the getting ready scene yes <laughs> love it I, I was very surprised by that
0: yes i i don't want to give it away but i wasn't expecting mm-hmm. i wasn't expecting any like well we can mm-hmm. say toy play wasn't expecting any toy yeah. play but no i was very happy with it
1: yeah That was, I like, I felt like it was really well done. I felt like it was realistic for the characters and how, if they were real people in this real situation, that this is what it would have been like. Yes. Because the whole time they're fucking cracking jokes.
0: Yes. It's very, it 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 just. sets them up because Katie mm -hmm. and I were messaging back and I feel like when you were at like the 50% point mm-hmm. you were like you're like all right um I'm, I'm waiting for a little bit more waiting for a little more spice yeah and i think it really well not just up- spice
1: i was just hoping yeah a- around that part it felt like the plot was slowing down a little bit yeah and i was like waiting for something to happen i was hoping like they were gonna get a lead or like you know yeah. that kind of because th- up until then they were just like balls to the wind no idea you know who's after her trying to figure out what's going on
0: but now just like
1: dude i just need it
0: yes so we wanted like we wanted more plot and we're like when are we gonna get it but i will say the time spent now looking back at it of building Mm -hmm. up the characters and who they are really Mm -hmm. solidifies like towards the end Um, of the book the decisions that they make
1: yes and like the I reactions
0: agree. that sammy has mm-hmm. to like violence and things like that and the the ideas mm-hmm. sawyer has and you know obviously there's a big save the cat moment if you will just <laughs> to pull out a writing term but there is a big save the cat moment at the end of the book and you know we we have a lot of decisions being made and a lot of you know, crazy stuff happening. But the time we spend with the characters around the middle of the book, which is, you know, for every book, mm-hmm. there is a little bit of, you know, okay, when's the plot going to kick in again? You know, mm-hmm. because that just happens unless you have like a hundred papers. Yeah, book. yeah. But the time we spend there I think is well spent for knowing yes like, what they're you know, setting up yeah their decisions and being like, oh yeah, that's totally what Sawyer would do. That's totally what Sammy right. would do. Like that tracks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's no point in the books where I was like, that that doesn't make any sense for that character. There was no Sometimes I'll read a book and, like, something will happen and someone will react a certain way. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense with what we have known them to do prior to this. There was not a single moment in that book where I was like, that's not them. Like, what is going on here? Like, that's not how they would react. This whole book was so authentic to how Jackie set them up as people. And they feel like such real people that yes. like you would know. Yes. They they feel like people that you probably already know in your life, and that you you have been exposed to. And they they carry that all the way through the book. There's never a point in time where like their their personality deviates or like how they would react to something deviates. They are so very authentic to themselves on every single page, and I think Jackie didn't. Excellent fucking job on that. Yes. Like, keeping them so authentic and so relatable. It really pulls you in.
0: Yes. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I hope you go and read this book. And I hope that you go join the Facebook group. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. We are The Smutty Sanctuary everywhere now. And the Facebook group is also called The Smutty Sanctuary. But... Thank you guys so, so much for listening. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.